Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Seer Soccer Studs podcast, where we discuss the beautiful game with a southern twang. I'm your co-host Matt, and I'm Joe. So Matt, you ready to cut this biscuit? Yes, sir. Got some country ham to put on it this time. Let's do it. I'm hungry. All right. All right, Joe. We're into the third week of the season. Um, One thing that I've noticed is that it is chaotic. Absolutely chaotic. Yes. My goodness. We were uh, watching some games and felt like, okay, let's try the NBC Sports Predictor app. Well, that ended after about 10 minutes. Like, had no chance. Oh, yeah. I mean, these scores are ridiculous. Yeah, and, you know, from top to bottom, it just shows, like, you cannot sleep on any team. If you if you make a careless mistake, you'll be punished. Yeah. Oh if you're goodness. not, you will another time. Yeah. So just <laughs> get your stuff together. Dang. Yeah, I'm, I would love to meet the person who predicted any of these scores. Like, this week it's insane incredible exactly. incredible stuff it just shows you though premier league great teams great players man you can't sleep you get caught napping they will punish you yeah that's true um you know normally when we start our podcast we talk about a song that we jammed out to fortunately today we are a little bit short on time so we did not jam out to a song but it's okay you know every now and then you just, just got to get in there and do the biz. Yep. So that's what we're here <laughs> to do today. All right, Joe, you want to start us off with our league review? Oh, yes. Oh, it's the early 7.30 a.m. Eastern time kickoff. Brighton and Hove Albion versus Manchester United. Brighton 2, Man United 3. How you feel about your boys, Joe? What can I say? A win is a win. I mean, it's. I almost wanted to say Manchester United 2, VAR 1. <laughs> plus 1. Yeah, plus 1. Yeah, that's a great, great pickup from last season onward, VAR, man. It's. Uh, what can you say? Brighton were putting it down. Hit the post, I think, four or five times. Uh, with one player. With one player, Trossard. Trossard. He the was Belgian. Hit lighting the it up. Left post, right post. Crossbar. He hit, he hit like, the crossbar like it's one of those you rarely see, like dead center, bounced straight back, like yeah. outside the box. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, just dead center, made it rattle. Like I felt it through my TV. Yeah, yeah. So I got to say a little something about this game. Um, well, not about this game, actually about this team, Brighton and Hove Albion. I'm gonna eat a little humble pie. I was saying that they might. They'd probably be one of the teams relegated. That was like my preseason pick. Well, I was wrong. If they keep the way they played up against, uh, if they keep it up the way they played against Man United, they're going to have. Oh, man. Yeah. They're going to do all right this season. Yeah. They really will. That team is solid, like front to back, solid. Your boy, Neil Mope. Yeah. We figured out how to say yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Good old Frenchie. Man, what a sickening penalty kick. Oh, yeah. That was what do they call that? The Paneka. Oh, yeah. That tastes a lot of uh, <sighs> some you, dough balls. How do you, you know? say huevos <laughs> yeah. in French? Oh, how do you say that? Yeah. All our French listeners, uh, bonjour. Write us. Yeah. <laughs> bonjour. <laughs> bonjour. Bonjour. So, what do you think, Joe? I mean, you yeah. got anything to say about this game? Man, well, the last minute goal, but I, I got to throw in a quick shout out to my man, Marcus Rashford. One of the goals of the week, in my opinion. Great solo goal. Took the pass from Bruno, just did his thing, made Ben White sit down. Mm-hmm. Not once, but twice. Yeah, that was that is a young forward with a lot of confidence. A lot of forwards they get into the box and it's as quick as they can get rid of the ball to try to shoot and score. It's like I don't have this opportunity coming to me all the yeah. time, so I gotta take right. it. Hearts racing, panic, panic. Yeah. The best yeah. forwards in the world when they get inside that box like Cunaguero. It's almost like time starts to slow down for them, and they see yes. it differently. And that's what Rashford did. I mean, it was, gosh, he did about three or three to 17 jukes before <laughs> he finally just. He did. Ooh, ooh. man, yeah. It was nasty. So that, that was the, for me, that was the moment of the game. Um, yeah, I think a tie would have been fair, but, man, Man United just hustled, got after it, and got a huge slice of luck. Yes, luck is definitely what I would call it. I would say that's a moment of the game. I've never known any game for the final whistle to blow, and then they'd be like, oh, hold on, hold on. we got to go back and give a penalty. Yep. So Truly like game-deciding penalty. So I'm going to – or we're going to discuss this later, a little bit of the VAR, handball, a lot of other things. So – Stay tuned for that. But, yeah, Man U did not deserve that three points. They got outplayed the whole game. I mean, yeah, it was – I think Brighton even had possession, more shots. It was – Yeah, they were more dangerous throughout. Yeah. Scary I mean, to see for Man, Man United fans. I bet you were tinkling in your little pants. <laughs> There's a little tinklage going on. I mean, Brighton, though, yeah, they're looking solidly mid-table. Yeah. I would think, man, because yeah, yeah. They, they've got talent throughout. Yeah, like I said, I'm I'm eating humble pie on that. I'm sorry. Brighton and Hove Albion, the Seagulls. Yeah, there's Seagulls, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I apologize to all the fans listening out there. I don't know why. I just thought that y'all were going to struggle. But three games in, just keep up the intensity. Prove me wrong. Yeah. Prove me wrong. Grandpa and the boys. Yeah. Doing it right. All right, moving on to the next one. Crystal Palace 1, Everton 2. 2. Ooh, the Evertonians. Yeah. Showing some courage. Yeah, just keeping it hot. Uh, Everton, man, that's another team. When you look at them, we were having a little discussion while the game was going on. Even some players that aren't, you know, Jaimez quality, they're still stacked. I mean, that's a solid team, no real weak points. Uh, even at goalkeeper, Jordan Pickford might be the weak link. He's still good enough. I think they're going to win a lot of games this year. They're going to give a lot of teams trouble. Yeah. And the attacking third, especially the first half, they were 
looking pretty nasty. Game kind of cooled off in the second half. My man Zaha, Crystal Palace, also cooled off. Got a yellow. It's getting a little crazy, getting a little too hyped. Didn't like to see that. Otherwise, man, yeah, VAR gave him a penalty kick, and Richarlison put it away. So I was not a fan of that PK. I just, you know, I thought it was a pitiful decision to call it. And it, was, it wasn't the referee that called that, right? It was the VAR that actually gave the PK, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That, I mean, once again, we're going to discuss this later. Um, the new handball rules are – I just I do not like them because, I mean, on this one, the proximity of his hand to the ball that was kicked – I mean, his hand was in a natural position if you're defending. Yes. And how if somebody's that close to you and you kick the ball into their hand, you can't move it. No. So. It's, an, it's yeah, we'll get into it a little later. Yeah, yeah, so. But Everton looking looking great to yeah. start the season, getting all the points they can. Crystal Palace, I, I wasn't thinking they were going to do too well this year, but they, they're looking all right. I'm liking the Zaha up top. Uh, the new guy they got, Eze, also looked good. From QPR? Yep. Yeah, he does look good. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. He would get the ball, and he just looked so comfortable. And every time the ball was passed to him, it was like he knew his touch was going to be perfect. I mean, there's a, l- a lot of confidence in that guy, and I, it's, it's nice to watch him play because he just – yeah, he's got some swagger to him. He's got an aura of just yeah. so I think when swag they get, city. Yeah. <laughs> South London swag. I think, yeah, when they get all the pieces together and get kind of their lineup finalized, yeah, Crystal Palace would be all right. Roy Hodgson, he's been managing since the Jurassic era, still doing his thing. Give that man credit. His hair looks like it's about to blow away in the wind, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> still doing it. Yeah. I mean, those those two coaches, I think they said before the game, like the amount of years of soccer that they have between them was like over 130. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, dang, oh, they've been man. coaching since the 1800s. Yeah, <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah, they've seen the sport come a long way. But that was a really intriguing game. Really enjoyed it. Yep. But uh, Side note, love the Everton yellow kit. Yep. Looking sharp. Me too. Me too. All right, moving on to my boys. Oh yeah, twelve thirty game. West Brom three, Chelsea three. Oh my goodness, where to start on this one? Whew. Well, I'm just gonna come out and say it. I was the bad luck. Yeah, Joe was watching the game with me for the first half. He left. <laughs> what, what do you know the tale of two halves yeah man that's what they say yeah um West Brom had nine shots three on target three goals mm. they got they basically took Chelsea's kind of careless mistakes and took advantage of them that's what we were talking about at the beginning you know if if you're in this league, you have to understand that if you make a mistake, it could cost you points. It could cost you the game. So 
You gotta be. Yeah, you can't switch off. No, you really cannot. And I mean, even against a team like West Brom, you yeah. know, they probably before this game had had other chances, but it was just their night. You know, when when teams come to play the big boys, they want to knock them down. Oh, they and, get up for it. Yeah, man. I mean, West Brom got some firepower. Yeah, they came after us. So what do you what do you think, Frank? changed what do you think he said to him at halftime he basically from what i understand uh i think somebody came out and said that i think it was actually tammy abraham that might have came out and said about his frank lampard's team talk at halftime that he said basically they weren't playing together as a team they're all kind of individual efforts and they needed to basically look at each other and say, hey, we're going to do this as a team. Mm. I don't know if there was any profanities shouted out, but um, whatever he said, it, it worked. Um, made two substitutions at halftime. Took off Marcus Alonso, put on Aspilicueta, took off Mateo Kovacic, and I think he brought on Colum Hudson was not a big fan of Cho throughout the week. Call him Hudson Adoy. He played pretty much the whole game in a Carabao Cup match and played really poorly. But he came on in this game and made a huge difference. So, um, you know, I once again will eat some humble pie. I, I just want to see my guys, the guys that I know I've watched them play, I want to see them step up to their potential and yeah i mean like whew, he had a beautiful he did a little one two with kai havertz that was that was absolutely breathtaking so Oof. i love the you know it's almost like in basketball when you've got your big man you know posting somebody up and it's like feed me the rock yeah you pass it in to him and then you run off of him little pick and, and roll yep that's what it was mm. it was beautiful classic so, um, and then the last goal, you know, I think Chelsea got really lucky. A ball was played in, a shot happened, deflected. I'm pretty sure it bounced up and hit Kai Havertz in the stomach and then the arm mm. and then fell down and they played on. Chelsea ended up scoring to tie the game. They reviewed it, no handball. I don't know why. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> like the only thing I can think of is that in these new laws, they talk about if if your hands are by your side and it hits a certain body part and then your arm, it's not considered You're a good. handball. I, but that doesn't make any sense. Like it really, it's just anyway. So I don't know. I don't know. Chelsea got lucky with a a point. Um, they should have scored a couple in the first half, but. Things were just not falling for them. So, still waiting on my boys to get everybody healthy. Been been chilly. Yeah, me too. Pulisic. He, he's warming my bench in, yeah. in fantasy. Can't wait oh, for him, man. man. I think I think his time is coming. Yeah, him and Hakeem Zayek and Pulisic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just once they all get healthy and get on the field, and now our new goalie, the six foot five <laughs> Senegalese Eduardo. Uh, Mindy. Mindy. Yeah. Yep. Adios, 
Kepa. Yeah. Yeah. So, we got lucky. Straight up, we got lucky. Just like, man, you did. Yeah. So, both running <laughs> hey. the uh, the luck train this hey. week. Yeah. Some weeks you get the luck. Some weeks, I mean, over time it'll even out, I think. But, hey, when you get it, I take it. Yeah, it comes and goes. Yep. It comes and goes. That's the way she goes, boys. Yep, that's right. <laughs> so, Joe, what was the next game? Burnley, zero, Southampton, one. So, my boy, and usually when we say my boy, we're talking about somebody that's on our fantasy team. So, just just yeah. a heads up. Just like, kind of a we personal don't know favorite. them. <laughs> I'm not a fan of... Danny Ings, yeah. he's just on my fantasy team. He's a guy we have a personal affection for. We're like, yes, we like your style. We want you, you know, we've basically drafted you on our team. Yeah. One of our guys, quote unquote, our guys. Yeah. And so, Matt kind of has a similar forehead to Danny Ings. Yeah. <laughs> a little doppelganger action. A little five head. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. But man, is there a better strike partnership in the league than Che Adams? And Danny Ings. Yeah, I'd say there's a few, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. But, you know, those guys are doing about it. a completely one-sided strike partnership where one guy shoots the ball over all the time and the other one puts it in the back of the net, then yeah, yeah. Shea Adams. Well, they work well together is what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, they do. Not that they pile on the goals, but Danny Ings, it's a conveyor belt of goals. Yeah. He's, yeah, he got lucky with this, this goal. I think he... Shea Adams played the ball back, and the defender tried to kick it away, and it kind of he missed it, and it just fell right to Danny Ings as he was swinging his foot. So he kind of shoveled like, oh, it in. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we got lucky on that, but hey, get in there. You know, sometimes being a forward, you just have to be in the right place at the right time. That's what a good forward will do, and he was there. Yeah. So You're getting it done. But I, I feel like Burnley had the better opportunities in the second half. This wasn't the most appetizing game <laughs> by any means yeah i was still a little hungry after watching this yeah so um it was a good game but yeah southampton won nothing um burnley played a lot better in the second half and we're unfortunate not to get something out of it i would say um there was a, a guy for burnley i think their left back that hit a a rocket and alex mccarthy just Beautiful save. So, mm. good have gone either way, but Danny Ings, goal in the fifth minute, score quick. Yeah. Score early. Ride it out. Ride it out. Yeah. So, did you see anything you liked about it? Uh, I like Southampton getting back to basics. Like, at the end of last season, especially after the COVID break, um, yeah, they were really, really tough to beat, and nobody was scoring a lot on them. But then all of a sudden, this season starts, and they're getting shellac left, right, and center. Yeah. I mean, Tottenham last week just ran rampant over them. Sun. Yeah. Rabbit. Yeah. They uh, looked a lot better this game. Yeah, I would agree with that. I so, it looks like, yeah, Ralph Hosenhutel has got them back. Can't stand the sash, though. They've got a red sash, and then they've got a white sash. I can't stand no. the sash. Sash, unless it was USA in, what, 2010? I mean, give it to the I ladies. Like, like yeah. <laughs> when does a guy it's wear a, a sash? Pageant. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling that. The sash is just not. Chelsea had a sash one time, and it was. Ugh, no, ugh. I'm not feeling it. Yeah. No. 
All right. Mm. The start of the next day, Sunday, first game, Sheffield United 0, Leeds United 1. This was the – I think they call this the uh, the Battle of the White Rose, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. It's beautiful. Yorkshire Derby. Yeah, yeah, beautiful, beautiful. So this weekend I have my cousin in town. My cousin grew up playing American football and baseball and basketball. And he watched a few games with me this weekend. But, you know, 7 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday I'm up watching the game he comes in there and sits down with me and he was like who's this team in the dark like navy blue i'm like well this is Leeds. they're new to the premier league he's like man if all of these teams played as quick as they did like i could get into this man it was oh, yeah. fast and i was told him the story of you know bielsa and what he does with his players so yeah i was just it was a great game but the speed that Leeds plays with, the intensity, their yeah. guys, I mean, are in better shape than at the beginning of the season than most teams are at the end of a season, you know? Yeah, both those teams, man. It's, it's like rock and roll soccer. I mean, they're going for it. Yeah, I mean, was that a true derby? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Then, you know, the derbies are always fun. Yeah. Somebody's uh, going to get a broken leg or yeah. <laughs> some bloody noses. Yeah, two – hmm. Post, I would say generously, post-industrial cities. I went to them both in, uh, yeah, just not glamorous cities, but huge soccer followings. Right. Um, Blue collar, right? Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Yep, kind of like a Pittsburgh or something. Okay. Yeah, kind of a old history of... Built on iron and steel. Yep, and in the coal. mines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now probably more drug dealing than anything, but... Yeah, yeah. Well, um, got to give it up to Patrick Bamford, mm-hmm. Man. game winner, red hot, former Chelsea player, and Fuego. Yes, Caliente on Fuego. <laughs> so yeah, Bamford, beautiful header, hit it back across the way it came. Kids, if you listen to the pod, if you had ever had the ball, hit it back the way it came. Oh man, yeah, That's Loop, the way. just looped it. Yeah. Just bloop. Beautiful touch header. Yeah. So, great goal. I also have to give another shout-out to Ethan Ampadu, who started in the center of a three-back system for Sheffield United. Hmm. My boy used to have dreads. Glad he cut them. He looks a lot better, but he's a heck of a player. He's a Chelsea player on loan. We probably should have kept him because <laughs> he could be a defensive midfielder for us, and we really need one. So, yeah. Hmm. But he he got pretty much man of the match for Sheffield United, from what I understand. So, good on you, Ethan. Yep, very good. Yeah, I mean, Sheffield United, no wins yet. First time since 1995. And they're opening three games. Haven't had a win. Wow. Yeah. So but how, I mean, they probably haven't been in the Premier League. I think every now. league. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I think any season. Okay, okay. Yep. Good stat, Jeff. Yeah, <laughs> pulled that out of my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next game, Jeff. All right. So next game, as I flip my paper. Yep. Tottenham. We take notes. Yeah, we take notes. Yeah, we're studious. Tottenham Hotspurs. 
one, Newcastle, one. Yes. <laughs> Matt is grinning ear to ear over here. Yeah, yeah. Got to like it. Got to like it. Yeah, kind of an uneven game. No Deli Alley for Spurs. I thought that was – that might be the nail in the coffin. Uh, I think Mourinho's – I don't know. He's got some sort of grudge against him now. Like, it's it's at that point he's probably going to have to leave. You got a week left, buddy. You know what? Get your agent. Jose Mourinho is like a really loud landmine. Like, you know he's there, but you just don't know when you're going to step on him. Like, you can't see him, but he's just loud and obnoxious, and then all of a sudden, boom! Yeah. There goes your whole squad. <laughs> I like that metaphor. Yeah, he um, he likes to carry grudges, and he plays mind games with people. I wouldn't put it past him. This is some sort of motivational tactic maybe, but if you're leaving him out of the squad, I think it's past the point of no return. True yeah, that. True that. I have to uh, say, though, it has been years since I've seen Gareth Bale celebrate a goal for his club team, so that was good to see. Yeah. <laughs> he was he the did stands. the golf clap. Yeah, he was clapping. <laughs> golf clapping up there looking like a Neanderthal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have a long hair in the end of thought. Oh man, he's got the jaw structure of somebody from like the early, early Cretaceous. No, <laughs> I mean <laughs> Paleolithic. Yes, yes, that Joe. Probably yeah. like the Cro Magnon. People... He's got that Cro Magnon look. Yeah, you know this. The same time that the dinosaurs were roaming around, the first humans were around too. It was that show, Caveman. Remember the Geico commercials? Yes. Yeah, he's yeah. kind of like that. If one of the cavemen was a soccer player, that's Gareth Bale. I think he's been on them. I think he the Geico started. commercials <laughs> in Wales, actually. He, oh, he should be. Yeah, man, perfect. It's like cavemen make fire, and you see Gareth Bale sitting there with their little remote turning. Yeah. Up. Yeah. <laughs> Gareth, yeah. Gareth Bale make a birdie. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the man. We have jokes. The, <laughs> the legend, the hunter killer, HK Harry Kane with the assist. Lucas Mora, first goal since December of last year wow. in the Premier League. Wow. Yeah, so he's He back. saves his goal for big games like Yeah, he's Champions a big moment League. guy. Yeah. I've always liked Lucas Mora. Oh, yeah. I love I love his style. I love the dribbling. Like, he's he's a true talent. He's one of those that just, when he gets it, he only knows one way. Yeah. This is a one-way street. Yeah. I'm yeah. hoping Jose don't strangle it out of him, but, yeah, he's an exciting Brazilian player well, he's when, not going to get any time once gareth bell gets healthy yeah he's going front three yep that front three picks itself yeah but yeah uh newcastle my goodness i'm gonna mention them i got a player for newcastle okay we'll be, we'll be talking about him later okay yeah carl darlow great game saved him kept him in the game and then var rides to the rescue Gosh. which we'll also talk about it's quite the theme this week. Yeah. I mean, pretty astonishing. Yeah. These similar instances keep popping up. But yeah, New- Newcastle was pretty much outplayed, pretty much dominated. Uh, no shots on target for Newcastle. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But they tied. Yeah. Like, what, 95th minute, 94, something like that? Yeah, I mean, Late. the game technically should have been over, but the VAR <laughs> kept it going. the game. Yes. Again. So, you know, tough tough break for Spurs, but I think they got exciting times ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
you know exciting for some people yeah we have some friends that be more excited than others yes i am not excited to see <laughs> gareth bell put on a tottenham jersey again so. I'm, I'm excited i think he's so. like welcome home buddy yeah all right joe moving oh, on to the next man. one what a crackerjack of a game manchester city to leicester five wow give me your thoughts so Straight up, when Rian Mares hit that first goal with his opposite foot, wow! I was like, "Oh, game over." It's on. Yeah, yeah. game over. Stunning goal. I mean, it was it was quick. It was early. Manchester City usually just puts about three or four more past, locks it up. Yep. Game over. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> what a game! <laughs> Astonishing. I mean, I don't know what it is, but Lester has got a lot of confidence and a lot of blue-collar, I would say, type players. Mm-hmm. You know, people that just want to work hard for their teammates. I mean, I don't feel like they really have any superstars. Like, Jamie Vardy isn't technically a superstar. He's just a hard-nosed forward that yeah. is he, in the right place at the right time. Yeah, he's the perfect metaphor. Like, their mixture of – Working hard, toughness, never quit, but he's also got some skill. Yeah. Tielemans really impressed me, the Belgian. Yeah. He's got some beautiful skin. Yeah. Just, <laughs> His cocoa butter, man. Oh, man. Beautiful skin. But Shine. Heck of a player. But, man, that that game was, I think, the game of the weekend for me. Yeah. That was – it was astonishing. Yeah. I mean, they kept – I mean, Man City on the counterattack. Lester just kept ripping them apart. Yeah, I think if uh, Lester continues this way and can keep their their um, first string, you know, healthy, they should be able to do something. But you know, they got the Europa League coming up. Yeah, <laughs> it's really hard. Oh. I mean, when you're having to travel to like Azerbaijan, yeah, <laughs> on a Thursday, on a Thursday, and then you play Sunday morning, and then you probably play like a Tuesday game. Now, I mean, yeah, it's just ridiculous. This we've talked about it before in the podcast. This year is so crammed up. It's it's wild. Yeah, but yeah, that that game. Wow, yeah. I'm going to talk a little bit about this game a little more later okay wow what a game um after that game i heard a statistic that there were 25 games that had been played and 21 penalties given good gosh 21 out of 25 games but these were oh these were yeah legit these weren't handballs from (laughs) two centimeters away this was legitimately Jamie Vardy just beating somebody to the spot and getting taken out. Yeah, bamboozling people. Man, he is he's he's a wily old fox. <laughs> Gosh. Fox. Yeah. Well played, oh, sir. You got it. Yeah. Good. That's Good. right. Lester City Foxes. Yes. There you go. That's it. Man, Harvey Barnes. I mention him every week. The man is going supernova. Yeah, if he can if he can get what we were talking about earlier, get that that calmness about him when he gets into areas where he can score. If he can get that calmness about him and just relax and let time slow down and just instead of trying to force a goalie, put it somewhere else. Simple. He's like a little British Energizer bunny. 
Oh my gosh! I mean, he's yeah. just going. He's got one speed. Yeah, it's exciting. I mean, Brendan Rodgers. I think he's really he's figured out how to do it. And yeah, every time counterattack, ripping through him. Well, you know the problem with Brent, Brendan Rodgers is as soon as somebody he's, else, he's Brendan Rodgers. Yeah. Besides him going home and looking at himself in the mirror and said, <laughs> I made Jamie Vardy what Jamie Vardy yeah. is. <laughs> I'm the man. Yeah. As soon as somebody offers him a better contract, he'll he'll be gone. Yeah. So, but, no, I think him and Lester are a good fit. Yeah, they're uh, actually leading the table. I mean, yeah. you got to give them credit. Yeah. Looking solid. Man City, though. Wow. Did not expect that. So no, my goodness. Yeah, they weren't wearing the paisley. So mm, there you go. There it is. That's your sign. There. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe. Hit me up with the next one. Ooh, we're gonna go to London, foggy London town, West Ham for Wolverhampton Wonders zero. I mean, this is what I'm talking about. Like, who could have predicted this? West Ham last week were garbage. Yes. I was like, oh, they're done this year. And Wolves played against, who was it, Man City, and played them really well. Yeah. And then this this league is going to be phenomenal this year. You're going to have upsets left and right. You know, they're saying that um, first place, the team that wins, is going to have to score like 90 points. I don't – or 99 or something close to 100. I don't know this year. I think anybody, man, any team could beat any team on any day. Yeah. I mean, Man City, a lot of people tipping them for their uh, for first place. but I had them for first. Wow. Yeah, same here. Wow. Yeah. Uh, man, what can you do, man? That's, that's, yeah. Wolves look poor. Overrun, first like 45. Poor. Like Chigol? Poor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that wasn't really that funny. Sorry, guys. Pobre. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is in Portuguese, but yeah. Um, yeah, the center backs, I mean, they go with the three at the back. All of them looked off it. Center midfield duo, Ruben Neves and Jao Moutinho, both are just chasing shadows. West Ham, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it's having David Moyes through video chat. I don't know if that's giving him some boost, not having to be in his presence. They didn't look over and see death staring back yeah, at them. <laughs> like, feel we energized. feel alive, yeah. man. <laughs> I feel better now. Let's go win, guys. Yeah, man. I mentioned him before, though. Got to be man of the match. Jared freaking Bowen. Yeah. Dropping it. I mean, again, as a defender on that first goal, you know he wants to put it on his left foot. You oh, know yeah. he wants to put it on his left foot. Oh, he telegraphed it. So give him his right foot. Don't let him cut back on his left. But, I mean, he placed that perfectly. He also yeah. had a really short shot. Um, like back lift. Yeah, back lift, yes. I mean, it was – gosh, that was that was pretty – And that was, that was slick thinking. The whole team, they reacted real quick from a, a free kick. Played in the through ball, and my man went to town. Yeah. You know who I got a lot of time for? I really have liked him, especially when he does his funny dancing. Who's that? Antonio. Oh, yeah. Gosh. Oh, yeah. He, if I was a defender, 
I would hate to have to play against him. Oh, he man. is a unit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, goodness gracious. Yeah. Good and he gosh. can jump. I mean, he's a he's an athlete. Oh like, yeah, great skill. Yeah, he was everywhere in this game. Yeah, I mean, he throws himself into you like you're going to feel it for a couple of days. Yeah, he's putting in some serious work. Yeah, West Ham, I don't know where that came from, how they pulled that out, but, yeah, I mean, whoever yeah, whoever can predict that score, I want to meet the man. Did somebody win this year, this week? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think it's possible. After the first game, yeah. Chelsea against <laughs> West Brom, <laughs> super duper. Yeah, within about 15 minutes, it was like, hmm. I don't think Not happening. Usually over the weekend, like they'll talk about who's left in the predictor. They yeah, like somebody it another after time. the first game. <laughs> like, well, nobody's winning this week. I do have to give a quick shout out for Fabio Silva, the uh, the new signing they made. I think he's going to be Raul Jimenez uh, replacement maybe next year, or the year after the young guy they signed from Portugal. His hair is phenomenal. So you got that little like uh like a jerry curl going on, like a little poof. Kinda a little poof, kinda long. I mean he looks like a like an extra in uh Alexander the Great or something. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Or gladiator. Yeah, like gladiator or something. Yeah. A lot of curls. Yeah, just flowing. Long. <laughs> and he didn't look bad. I mean he's obviously very young. But yeah, aside from the goalkeeper Patricio. I got nobody for Wolves that, that stood out. It was a pretty poor game. Even Adama Traore looked, yeah. looked off pace. Yeah, he was doing his best, but yeah, overall, I mean, got to give West Ham credit. I mean, yeah. I was predicting on uh, them being a punching bag for this year, but wow, got to reevaluate after that game. Don't, don't reevaluate just yet <laughs> because West Ham is the most – Yo-yo team I've I've seen. I mean they, whew. unless they're playing a, a London team, yeah, then they'll they'll show up. Yeah. All right, Joe. Moving on to the first game of today, recording on Monday again. That's right. We're back. Yeah. Hmm. Fulham. Zero. Aston Villa. Trace. So your boy Scotty P. Oh man. First one, first coach gone. Oof, I don't know. I don't know if any coach could save what's going on there. I mean, Tim Reed did come back into the fold. Tim Reed, <laughs> a.k.a. Reverse Sampson. Yeah. Still doing his thing. I mean, looking even more like a crazy lumberjack with golden, just ray of sunshine hair. Yeah, <laughs> strawberry. <laughs> just going for the mountain man look, but – Man, he looked – He looked, it's, every time he got the ball or was involved in the play, I was just really hoping, Tim, don't screw up. And probably 70% of the time he screwed up. Scott Parker's face at halftime, I don't know if you saw that. It, it is destined to be a meme. I really? mean, he looked impossible. He looked like he was sucking on a lemon. He looked so, <laughs> he looked so sad, <laughs> walking by himself, his hands in his pocket. Like, yeah, this this ain't looking too good. He probably wants to get out there and like two foot tackle somebody and be like, "Boys, this is how you play." Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's got to be thinking it. Like, good gosh, like what is happening out here? Yeah, Tim Ream. I mean, I did think Joe Bryan for Fulham. Yeah. Him and uh, John McGuinn had a personal battle going on. John McGuinn might have been the MVP 
Hmm. Played really well. But, man, they had an uh, incredible personal battle. Was it two lefties going at it? Yeah. McGinn? Yeah. McGinn? McGinn is, yeah, he's kind of playing on the right. But Joe Bryan, yeah, McGinn got the ball and did a Maradona roulette turn. Okay. Probably the sickest move I saw all week, all weekend. It literally left, I think it was Joe Bryan, left him like crumpled on the ground. It was horrendous. Hmm. Yeah, beautiful. But then Joe got him back with a tackle, and sure enough, five minutes later, McGinn comes sliding in, tackles him. Like they were going at it. It was nice. a good battle. I yeah, like I really liked that. it. Yep. I really liked it. You could tell it was getting personal. It's like, okay, this guy's got the ball. I'm going in. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was like you're saying, it was a good fair battle because he would uh, – I know Joe Bryan got took out one time. He popped right back up, got the ball again, kept going. There was no animosity. It was two guys going hard. It's like, okay, okay, I see you. I see how it is. Yeah. Um, what else? Jack Grealish. Looked good. Solid game. Looked good in football sense, yeah, not like – Fashion. Okay. Although it, it's kind of scary. Matt Cash, their new signing, their new right back, mm-hmm. he looks like a clone of Jack Grealish. I saw him. Like the poor man's – Jack Grealish. It's kind of kind of freaky. Like you don't just randomly go for that look. Like he's specifically. Where they're both the poor man Arthur from Freaky yeah. Blinders. <laughs> oh Arthur. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah, Grealish. I really wonder about his. You gotta think he's cutting off the blood flow with those shorts. I I'm, I seriously think he either goes and steals some from like the women's Aston Villa team. <laughs> yeah. That's or he just grabs them from, you know, like a youth store or yeah. something. Oh, he like shrinks that. them somehow. Gosh. Or he's get, yeah, he's getting a size too small. Nobody, not even Traore, is where his shorts don't look that tight. Oh. And the man weighs 400 pounds, pure muscle. <laughs> yeah. And then his, his shin guards. I mean, come on. And he always complains about getting tackled. It's like, well, put some dang shin guards yeah, on. Man. You wouldn't feel it if you didn't have the – piece of like cardboard yeah. box <laughs> that you stuck in your socks yeah <laughs> he's got two postcards in his stop in his socks <laughs> oh good stuff man but yeah good good win for villa and we'll mention a few center backs here later okay tyrone mings esri Kansa did really good really solid game can't complain man villa I had Dean Smith tipped for uh, first coach to be gone before the season started, but man, every signing they've made is clicking. Are they two and zero? Yeah, they are. Wow! No goals conceded. It's it's the John Terry effect on the side. Yeah, John- <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, every signing they've made, man, Ollie Watkins, uh, like I said, Matt Cash. I mean, yeah, Adama Traore. No, 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 no. The other Bertrand Traore. Yeah, an old Chelsea player. He played at Lyon for a while. Mm-hmm. Dude can play. Yeah, I mean that every that Martinez. My goodness, what a signing! Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Every signing they has just hit the hit the ground running. So, got to put it together for Villa. Yeah, and they uh, a for effort. Whoo, good stuff. Um, Liverpool three, Arsenal one. The final game of the weekend. So, I don't. I don't know what it was. Maybe Liverpool saw blood in the water (laughs) (laughs) with Arsenal's jerseys. But, oh, yeah, they, man, they came out just 
that gangum press was vicious today. Yeah. I mean, they were going after them. I think I think they got a little upset that uh, Arsenal scored on them first. Yeah. Arsenal took – yeah, that kind of lit a fire under their behinds. Yes. So, yeah, I, that was a good game as well. Um, first time I've ever seen a team truly shut down Obama Yang. Yeah. Like he was on the field. Did you see him? Nope. Not really. Anonymous. Yeah. Anana so, Yang. Yeah, and that was – he was on Joe Gomez's side. That's kind of – That's the side you want to be on. Yeah, yeah. So, well, that was a heck of a game. Um, I ended up losing in my fantasy because Sadio Mane came off and they put on Diego Jota and he scored. And he scored. That I was unfortunate. Now 0 and 3. <laughs> you are. But still have like the second highest points or something ridiculous. <laughs> it's going to happen for you. Ah, oh, man. Plenty of games left. Did you end up winning? I tied. Tied? Yes. So now I'm bottom of the table because Jason's got a. He's got a single point. Bloody hell. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. I had. It happens. I had Madison sitting on my bench, and he comes on. Wow. Scores a Oh, yeah. World, we didn't talk about that. That was a phenomenal goal. Yeah. Yeah, good game. Arsenal, Liverpool. Good to see those guys go after each other. Yeah, I good thought Jota. Good to see Jota. David Luiz trying to grow, grow, grow a goatee. I'm telling you. It's, it's coming it's, back. It is, <laughs> man. <laughs> it goes in cycles. You know what I'm impressed with? Sadio Mane. Like most of these soccer players, um, footy, footy players, football players, they go out and spend, you know, thousands upon thousands of dollars on their hair. They get a new haircut all the time. He's been rocking the same haircut with the yes. same little dark brown little stripe yeah. since he was playing at Southampton. Yeah. Like, good, good on you, man. Yeah. Like you found <laughs> something that worked. He's, and you rock it. He knows what he is, yeah. I he's, mean, his hairline is slowly creeping it's back. It's creeping. But that is because he is crazy fast. Yeah, I'm sure. So, yeah, just blowing by people don't Every uh, time help he it. takes off a hair particle, just <laughs> boop. One less. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, if you got to lose a man, that's the way to do it. Yeah, yeah. He's a. What I like about him as well, he, he had a – there's one point in the game where he took it down – Played a little one-two with somebody, got it back, and then shot the ball. Missed it pretty, pretty wildly, and you could just see him smiling and be like, "Man, I'm, dang. I'm still Mane." Yeah, Mane, be Mane. <laughs> but yeah, I appreciate get the about next that. One. Like, yeah. if you're out there and you're having fun with your team, and you can smile, like that's the way to go. Like, enjoy it. It's a beautiful game. I agree. Well said. Thank you. Got anything to say about that game, or you want to move on mm. to our segments? Oh, one last thing. I did think uh, Diago Jota looked good. He had a few chances. He screwed up a few times also, but I think he's going to slot right in. Oh, yeah. He's going to do some damage. Yeah. That hair, though, is yeah. so bouncy. It's like a little bouncy Brillo pad. It was like the guy that took his place at Wolverhampton. Just... Just a little shorter, yeah. A little top heavy, <laughs> a lot of bounce. Yeah, oh yeah, springy. Yeah, it's like wiry. <laughs> Matt's bouncing over here. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah. 
All right, so we're moving on to our first segment, which we call Creme de la It's the creme de la, it's the creme de la, it's the creme de la. Oh, you're mm. So, Joe. Joe. Yes. What you got? Mm. What is the creme de la prim? The good of the good. The best. The bad of the bad. Banging. I gotta go. Now, last week, I was really thinking this guy, he kind of sucks. This week, he's my creme de la prim. I'm talking Carl Darlow, the <laughs> okay. English goalkeeper for Newcastle. Yeah, he. Oh, yeah. So, Joe came over and watched like a game with me this weekend, and we talked about, you know, Puma. And their goalie jerseys, they have this hexagon, like like a beehive looking, yeah, a honeycomb, like yeah. a honey three D honeycomb. It's a honeycomb, but it makes them look exactly three D. Yeah. And he was rocking the pink one, I think, this weekend. That is a man if you can <laughs> wear that color, pink, and just straight up rock it. Yeah. Man, no, he was doing it. He kept him in the game. Some great saves. Great saves. And essentially, he is just keeping the uh, the sticks warm for Martin Dubrovka. Um, you know, that was their goalkeeper and Newcastle's player of the year last year. Um, but, man, so, I mean, this guy killed it. Yeah. He might not have many more chances. He might not be on this in this category anymore, but I got to give a man credit. He kept him in the game, and then VAR gave him the point. There you go. Just keep your boys in it. Yep. Keep your boys in so it. So i got to give them a shout-out. All right. What about you, Matt? Who is your creme de la prim? So I'm going to go with a game and the goals in the game. All Ooh, right? Okay. So I'm going to go with like the it. Manchester City 2, Leicester City 5. Ooh. All right. Pick and choose your creme de la prim. Do you want to go with the first goal? Marez, opposite foot, super, super smash brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Upper Nani, I'm pretty sure that Casper, yeah, Casper Smichael was sitting there, and he just, oh yeah, he turned his head. That was it. He's like, oh crap. Yeah, I mean, he destroyed the ball, knocked the paneling off of it, man. <laughs> it what a, a goal! Perfect strike. And then we go to Jamie Vardy, scored two penalties, and then scored a beautiful. Back hill. Oh my goodness! But it wasn't even a back hill. The way he did it, I mean, to score this and the touch that you have. I mean, you got to practice this like thousands and thousands oh, of yeah. times coming in. But he sprinted and let the ball hit off of his foot, his plant foot, his right plant foot, and then he just chipped the goalie with yeah, a back just, hill. Whoop. Oh. Man. Yeah, I had to watch it in slow motion to see okay. what did he do. Yeah. Oh dang. Yeah. He nasty. Yeah, that was that was naughty. He nasty. He's gonna make Santa's naughty list. Yeah. That, one. <laughs> yes. Woo. that was bad. He is back to partying. And then James Madison Ooh. sitting on my bench. Oh, that comes off Lester's bench, gets the ball, you know, outside the box a little bit, and it's like. But it's going to close me down. Let me just hit this curler up or not. Let me just destroy it. Wow. I mean, just some beautiful goals. Beautiful goals. Madison 
is another member of the high forehead club. Yes, he is. Yeah. He's way too young to have that high forehead club. Yeah. <laughs> he remember. Oh, Wayne Rooney was there yeah. a long time ago. Yeah. They got the money. They yeah. can fix it. Yeah, fix it. Yeah. Fix yourself right. Yeah. But, yeah, those goals, that game. That game. Woo! Good call. Woo! Man. All right. Joe, you got the next seg? I do. I do. It's the one that people love. Nationwide, everybody loves this segment. And it's called... Bless your your heart. 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 (laughs) You want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. (laughs) I got to follow that up. I'm going to keep it on the, yeah, I don't know if I'll be doing that every time. but Oh, man, I hope you do. (laughs) That is hilarious. You got to take a swing at it next time. Bless your heart. (laughs) Oh, yes. Yes. Love that voice. I got to go Pep Guardiola. Bless your heart, buddy. Same old problems. Getting exposed. Defensively. Now, they have signed Ruben Diaz from Benfica. Maybe he'll be the one to help. A lot of money. A lot of money. After Ruben Diaz, he's spent over a quarter of a billion dollars on defenders. Yes. How long has he been there? Five years. Yes. Do the math. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Diaz, from what I understand, was maybe number five on their list. They're desperate. They know something was wrong. They know it just was not happening. I mean, Pep had not, I think, in his entire career conceded five goals before. That's right. Joe's absolutely right. I mean, he looked like a man who was just broken. It's kind of sad. And, Pep, we know you listen. We know you're a big fan. We're a fan of yours. But, man, yeah. Offense ain't nothing, man, if, if, uh, yeah, you're getting ripped on five times. I mean, you have – about every single one of your players could play a number 10, including your goalkeeper. Yeah, he legitimately like maybe could. Maybe throw some defenders out there. Yep. Like, yes, they can all pl- play the ball extremely well, but get somebody in there that can two-foot tackle somebody. Like Vincent Company, even though he was mm. not a great ball player. He's missed. He is missed because oh, yeah. he was just a manimal. Yeah, he was. He's a true leader. Yeah, I mean, Pep can work magic with attacking players, with young players. I think Phil Foden is a star in the making. He's at the perfect place. Get his head right. Yeah. Get your head right, That's Phil. true. Fix that hair, too. The eyebrow. Yeah. <laughs> the eyebrow. And he is The backslash, up. everything. Where's he from? Because he, li- he looks like he lives in the bad part of <laughs> Manchester. No, Chicago. Oh, Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, uh, Man City had an eleven match unbeaten home uh, run of games, and eh, broken. Jamie Vardy, yeah, likes to party. The man does against Man City. <laughs> he does. He puts it down. I yeah, mean, it's nine goals in ten games against Man City. Wow. Yeah. But Pep, I bet Pep sees him in his sleep, and he's just like, yeah. Oh God. <laughs> oh, it's just the, it's just the boogeyman. It's not it's not oh, Jamie Vardy. Yeah. <laughs> his wife's like pet baby what's wrong you're sweating again are you, are you dreaming about jamie vardy <laughs> see <laughs> Ooh. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, they just, I mean, they're still trotting out Benjamin Mendy at left back. They have no answer at left back. Center back, maybe they'll get it figured out, but it's just not happening. It's a, it's a team of two halves. I think Nathan Ake played well. Yeah, I think he's a good pickup for him. But the other center back, the one that gave away the penalty. Oh, yeah, Eric, um, Eric Garcia. Yeah. I mean, with this little Peter Check hat on. He's rocking the Peter Check look. Um, and he wants I, out. He wants to know, go back to Barcelona. Yeah. Honestly thought that he was, you know, a good player. He He had a bad game. Yeah. You know. Lester will do it to you, man. Yep. They will rip you apart. Yep. So, keep it tight. Pep, sorry, man. Bless your heart. Get back out there next week. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Matt? All right. So, I got to go with a guy that I've been not a fan of for a long time, and then I saw him out there today playing. He played in the Liverpool-Arsenal game. Uh-huh. Mr. Hector. Bellerin. Oh, man. So, Hector Bellerin is a fashion, like... <laughs> he's a, he's he, a fashionista. He is a fashionista. Um, now, maybe to some people and to fashion gurus, like, his off-the-field fashion is spectacular. Yeah. But did you see him on the field today yes you did yeah (laughs) you know what it reminded me of what a spanish steve urkel yeah (laughs) i thought you're gonna say a little boy about to go off to school his first day of school yeah right yeah okay so the reason i say is spanish steve urkel well one (laughs) he is spanish bellerin but two like he he had his shirt tucked in but he had his pants pulled up so high that you think like something might fall out at one point while yeah, he's like running around. Really, really high. I mean, just ridiculous. And then he's got this terrible little facial hair going on. Like he either needs to shave that or just leave like the permanent ugly stash just so that we know you're not trying. Yeah. I mean, he. Oh my gosh, he is. I've seen some of his photo shoots. Like he he's going really hard for like 1995. New kids on the block. Yeah, I mean he's yeah he's yeah, single handedly everything. Yeah, that middle part, and the oh, hair, yeah. the the kind of baggy jeans, trying to bring that back. Is he rocking some Jinkos? Yeah, thank you. There's a name drop for you. Yeah, bringing back Jinkos. I mean it's bold, but man, I just don't think it works. You know, I'm like, dude, you kind of suck. I, did, I don't like you. Did you ever part your hair down the middle back in the day, Joe? No, I did not. I did. Oh, I used to yeah, have. You did. Apparently, there's this one picture of me that I remember seeing back when I was, like, in middle school. And I actually had hair down to, like, right here. I don't know how it happened. Just right below my ears, people. Yeah. Whoo! Hideous. Dang. Hideous You need look. to see that. Oh, my gosh. I'm glad it's gone from this world. <laughs> <laughs> you got to dig it oh, up. Oh, man. This is rough. No, I've always been a part it to the left. Thanks, yeah. He, thanks, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, Hector Bellerin always makes me laugh, but he he is also just like Marcus Rashford and is really about giving back to the people, so I do respect him, but yeah. not your fashion, brah. Yeah, oh man, he's, he's a one-man crusade to try to bring back some stuff that should just... 90s grunge. Just stay buried. <laughs> 
It looked like he should have been on a video to like Savage Garden. Like, yes, truly, madly, deeply. Mark Michael Arteta. I wanna. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you know, you know, he looks like that era when like Empire Records, that mid '90s era, like Empire oh, Records, movie, all those yeah. movies, kind of like right after grunge ended. That's that's his look. Yeah, like the, the mid, mid 90s where it was nobody knew what they were wearing or what, what yeah, was going one on. One thing has, had died, but another one hadn't came about. Yeah. That yeah, gray area that. is where he lives. True. Like, he, he's just, he's loving it. Yeah. So annoying. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. <laughs> All right, moving on to what everybody wants to hear. Everybody's favorite. Joe, how you doing? That's right. Fine and. <laughs> That's Frog's Hair. Nice. Mm, love that song. Joe, who you got this week? So hinting at it earlier, I think what we're seeing now is this guy is becoming a true leader. The true captain. The Colossus. I'm going to drop a name you don't hear too often. Tyrone Mings. Okay. Played with style. Got a goal. Nothing got past him. He did have one bad moment, but hey, they uh, thanks to VAR, they brought it back. Who were they playing? It was disallowed. Yeah. <laughs> just just gonna say that, Joe. Yeah, they were playing full ham. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Okay. Also okay. looked good last week, but hey, yeah. it's a it's a weekly award. My man put it down. No, he's a beast in the air. Yeah, I, I mean, like. I just like his his style. I like. He he's on a one man crusade, bringing back like the the eighties, Rude Hulet, AC Milan look. Okay, like it's it's flowing. Nice it's, 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 yep, it's looking really strong. Uh, just the attitude, everything. Yeah, uh, yep. And he did kind of embarrass our boy Tim Ream. <laughs> That's not hard. Which is not too hard, but defender on defender crime, you know. Ooh, hurts. I gotta give the man credit though. He almost had a second goal. And yeah, Villa man putting it down. Yeah, H- hadn't played the best competition so far, but they're doing it. Yeah. So I, I'm just like in his whole vibe. I feel like he's kind of leveling up before our eyes. Like if they can keep it going, Villa could be a different story than last year. He'll probably get sold before anything. Maybe make some money off of him. Yeah. He's English, so you yep. know that'll mean that he's worth 25 million it, more than you should be. Yep. But, Double. Yeah. All right, my finest frog's hair this week. Um, it's got to be Everton's jerseys. Oh, okay. I, I mean, that just looks good. It does. You know, I, I'm always a big fan of, of yellow and blue mixed together. But that shirt looks comfy. Now, who was the, the shirt maker again? Hummel. Hummel. The only one in the league yeah. to have Hummel. They, I mean, that shirt literally looks comfortable. It pops. I mean, one of those that you could wear out anywhere. Oh, yeah. And it doesn't look like an athletic jersey. It looks comfy. Yeah. 
I mean, the collar looked right. I mean, Nike right now with their collars, what are they thinking? Yeah. Who's, I mean, who's rocking that? Collars going into collars into <laughs> collars. I mean, it's just ridiculous. The collars have collars. <laughs> the collars have collars. What the heck? Yeah, Hummel. Oh, man. man, that's a good pick. Yeah, so. I mean, that could be a pajama top. Yeah. You could play soccer in it. Yeah. Go to the movies with your girlfriend. Yeah. I like the. Uh, the a hike. The soft. I don't know if it was a like a burnt orange Hummel, Ooh. and then the color, so it was almost like a, you know, a burnt orange and then yellow. Right. And then like the numbers, I think, were blue. The blue, yeah. Yeah, that looked really good. So, you know, it's always nice to see some fresh, fresh jerseys in the league, and you know, took me by surprise. I'd heard, yeah, that's been their top seller, I think, of any jersey Everton has ever had. When the homo the homo line came out, so I think it's been a win win for the league and for Everton. Nice, looking fresh nice. and winning. Three zero, zero and three. Yep, three and zero. There we up. go. That's yeah, right. all right. Well, Joe, it's time for the weekly discussion. We're gonna sit on this tailgate and discuss it. All, all right. right. So this week was my turn, and with the theme that we have kind of been discussing earlier in the pod, handball and VAR. Wow. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I wish we could have had time. Once again, Joe and I both work full-time jobs, so we're not able to get all of the information that we need. (laughs) And we actually try to enjoy our weekends, too. Yeah. But um, We do our best for y'all. Gosh, there was probably 10 circumstances this weekend Wow! that VR or a ridiculous handball was called. I mean, it's just... Okay, so I don't know if you've seen this, but there's a link somewhere where they posted the 2018-2019 handball rules mm-hmm. for a referee to follow. There right. were three. Right beside it, they post the 2020-2021 handball rules. It's like two pages long. I I just... It's absurd. I don't understand why they have to make it so broad. Yes. Handball was pretty simple. In my mind, you know, if a ball was played to your arm and you don't move your arm towards the ball... If you don't intentionally handball it or move your arm towards it, towards it, <laughs> towards it, <laughs> then it shouldn't be called. Yeah, especially if it's a, in a natural position. Yes. I mean, nobody jumps with their hands in their pants. Or by their sides. Yes. You've never seen anybody do this. It, it doesn't make sense. Human beings don't do that. Now, I can get it if somebody is coming out to try to block a shot and they put their hands up yeah, like this. Yeah, turn or hands are... Yeah, and yeah, they try uh, to protect their face and it hits their hands. Yeah, yeah, that's unnatural. But, I mean, it's just getting ridiculous. And the, the number of points that were lost this weekend are gained by another team. Yeah, games decided due to VAR and handballs. It was incredible. Yeah. I saw somewhere where Peter Crouch was saying, you know, if he was playing right now, 
with the new handball law, every game he'd be called for like a penalty because his arms, were, <laughs> you know, I mean, he was what, six, seven? Yeah. His arms were seven, seven. Yeah. <laughs> so they would have been. A wingspan of a condor. But it doesn't make sense. I mean, <clears throat> now it's almost. For instance, the Newcastle Tottenham game. Right? I think that was the most egregious. Yeah. You you get one guy to just try to head a ball or kick it at somebody else's arm. Yeah. It, they could be two two centimeters from each other. They'll call it. Yeah. I just I mean, So Joe. I mean I'm sympathetic to the ones where okay, the attacking player is heading the ball kicking the ball, doing whatever. You know, in this case, Newcastle, it was a header. But Andy Carroll's header was not going on goal. He was he was barely inside the box. And Eric Dyer Like, the angle, the angle was wrong. Like, it was not heading even towards the goal. He jumped and had his back turned, and it hit the back of his arm. Yeah. While his arm was around his body with him jumping into the air. That's that's a natural position. Yeah. Now, my boy Neil Mope, mm-hmm. that handball after the game, yeah, was I think legitimate because he yeah, ran out and had his hands up. But what I don't get, and what I don't understand, so I'm going to shift a little bit from VAR. I'm sorry, from handballs to VAR. Okay. Why do they not? If they're going to make the call like that, why don't they start checking to see if a goal kick is really a goal kick or if a corner is a corner? Because during that little segment of play, it looked like the ball went out of bounds before Donnie Vanderbeek crossed it back in. A.K.A. Dawson's Creek. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yes. That's what I've been calling him in my mind. Yeah, exactly. He looks like an extra. But um, yeah, dating Katie Holmes. Yeah, he could have been like the the stunt double. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the Dutch, the Dutch stunt <laughs> double. <laughs> but yeah, to me, the ball looks like it goes out of bounds. It's on the mm-hmm. other side where the linesman cannot see it, so it's on the other side of the goal. But let's just say the ball did go out of bounds. He crossed it back in, wins the corner. The we all know where, what happens, yeah. right? Happily ever after. Why, If you're going to make a call that affects a game, you should be looking at almost every single thing. I mean, you can't, you can't blow the whistle on a game and then go back and give a PK after the final whistle's been blown if you're not going to look at little things like that. Like, where... Where do they draw the line? I think it's goal scoring opportunities. I think they have drawn the line. But why? That's it shouldn't have been a goal scoring opportunity, is what I'm saying. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if they if they had done that, but yeah, I think they've kind of said, "Hey, some of this stuff we're gonna keep it old school. VAR is just for goal scoring opportunities, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So what about if a ball goes out of bounds and they call it a go goal kick when it should be a corner? That technically could be a goal-scoring opportunity for the team that got aggrieved. Oh, yeah, aggrieved. Yeah, I mean, it could, but, yeah, to them, they're saying goal kick, throw in, anything going out of bounds. is. Sometimes it's just so obvious, too, and yeah. you see the players like, 
F off, referee. You got this wrong. Yeah. Oh. I mean, it's just ridiculous. I mean, my main – I worried long-term because goal scoring was such a – I mean, you've been to games. You know, we've scored goals. You know, shout out Polk County High School. Oh, yeah. It's an amazing experience to score a goal. The crowd goes crazy. Your teammates are celebrating. This VAR review of all these things, how many goals are getting called back? Like it's, It takes the joy out of it so much. It is killing the vibe, like – English soccer, the fans, you know, love all their songs, chants, you know, goals. It is an incredible experience. And VAR is just draining the life out of that stuff. Literally this weekend after you left and my team actually started performing, there was a time, I can't remember which goal it was, but I jumped up and, you know, I go crazy when we score. I beat my chest I because <laughs> I'm usually wearing something Chelsea, so I'll pat the badge like crazy. I'll – be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'll have to remind myself, crap, you need to calm down and make sure. It's a goal. That is they a give legit le goal. Yeah. So I'm telling Emma's like, give me a high five. I'm like, not yet. Yeah. We got to wait. Oh, it kills it. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, it's really, it, it's sucking the joy out of the goals. And then this new thing that they're telling the linesmen to keep their flag down. Offsides. Just in case somebody scores and then. Then. Then they can. Yeah. I mean, I think that's dangerous for some players, okay? Here's an example. Balls played through. Sadio Mane. This happened a few seasons ago, right? Mm -hmm. Before all of this went down. Right. Man City, Liverpool. Sadio Mane gets played through on goal. Now, he jumps up to try to trap a ball. Ederson comes out and heads the ball. Sadio Mane sticks a cleat right into his face. Now, let's just say that that happened this year and Mane was offsides. Referee or the linesman didn't call it. So, Ederson ends up getting stitches right. and could have lost an eye. What's the point in keeping your flag down yeah. at that? You're endangering no. the players on the field. Yeah, they've changed too much in one season. It's it's kind of messing up the whole flow because you're you're so used to and the players too. You see that flag flip up when it's offsides. We know it. They know it. Nope, they're keeping it down and letting play on. It's, uh, it's just it's ridiculous, man. I really think it's going to take somebody getting seriously hurt before they change that. I think I think it's going to take a lot of the coaches, a lot of the owners, the players, you know, people with real clout are going to have to band together and say. This needs to change. You know what? I should have given my finest frog's hair moment to Steve Bruce, Newcastle mm. coach. Yeah. After the game, they asked him about what he thought. He, <clears throat> excuse me, his team had just secured a point on kind of a bogus call, right? Yes. And he says, you know what? I know that my team will probably get some called against them we'll get some called for us, but this right. is ridiculous. Like, we as coaches need to get together. Yes. We need to sit down with the FA because this is literally bogus. Yes. It is bull. You know what? Yep. We should not have to keep going through this of these ridiculous handball calls. And, I mean, that's that's the truth. Like, this guy just secured a point. He should be happy, but he's like, no, I'm not. I don't yeah. want to win on something like that. Yeah. That should have been my finest frog's hair. That's a gentleman right there. <laughs> that is Steve Bruce, ex-Manchester United defender. 
with a flat nose. I don't know what's going on between the top of his nose <laughs> bone and his eyebrows, but there's a lot of lot of geometry. Oh man, <laughs> a lot of skin geometry. <laughs> it's like a mountain range. I mean, I'm afraid. It's like if you look at Frank Lampard. Oh he's yeah, got that coming too. He does. That's if a good call. He puts call. on about 30, 40, yep. 200 pounds. He lives he'll rough. have that. Yep, that that nose going yeah. on, man. I mean, I'm I'm worried though, man. We this is just starting. This is just kind of taking off. Players are getting used to it. You know once these things happen, in every sport with rule changes, with things that can be exploited, somebody comes along and is going to figure out a way to exploit it. I mean, if I was Andy Carroll, I mean, how many goals is Andy Carroll going to score this year? But that son of a gun can head, and they can put him in the box, and he can recreate that to where, okay, he might not be able to get a header on goal. He might even be heading it away from goal, do the angle or you know geometry, whatever's going on. All he's got to do is hit a guy in the hand. Yep. I mean, it's not going to take. They're going to start teaching that. Of course. It's I mean, ridiculous. Yeah. There's too. There's too many ways this could be exploited. I mean, it's it's really going to take one guy, and you're going to see him deliberately, not even going for goal. He's going to aim for a hand, because it's going to make too much sense. Because it's going to be reviewed, and he's going to get a PK. You know what? I'll I'll expect to see this year is somebody get the ball in the box, and just if some. <clears throat> an attacking player gets the ball in the box, and instead of trying to find somebody, they wait for another run to come through. So one guy steps one way, and he just aims and toe pokes it right into the guy's hand. Oh, yeah. Do a little flick. Just yeah. flick it up two, three feet. Bam. Just scoop it right into the guy's arm. Oh, ball. yeah. I mean, players will exploit that. I mean, it's, it's inevitable. Especially, like, if you're trapped, if they have you kind of at the edge of the box – and you can't get a cross in, why not flick it up and hit their arm? Yeah. I mean, it's going <coughs> there's simply too much uh, incentive for it not to. I mean, you have Liverpool having a throw-in coach. I mean, you have all this stuff being exploited, statistics, you know, stats bomb, opta, you name it, uh, analytics. It's going to make sense to, okay, they're going to be teaching these players. You're in this situation. You, you ain't got another option. Heck, flick it in their arm. You know what the worst part is? What? This cannot be changed. I read something today, an article that said, you know, they will not revisit this until the the summertime. Wow. Yeah, they can't revisit it in the winter. I. Wow. Now, I will say that I believe VAR is better than it was last year. Yeah, it's moving a little smoother. It is because it was taken over by, I think, a different entity. Mm Mm-hmm. And they gave them, you know, more stricter rules. But allowing the referee that's on the field to actually go and see and make up his own mind, yeah, I think it's really smart. But this whole handball thing is just—it's gonna—it's gonna destroy the game. Yeah, I, I think honestly, our best hope is for it to just short term. It's gonna be crappy. It's gonna be bad. And so the backlash, long term, like by next season it's gonna be fixed yeah somehow quote-unquote fixed because it can't continue like this it's it's absurd and like if players start adapting to it like we were talking about yeah i think it's it's gonna have to be fixed yeah well i think that was a good tailgate session joe yep flick it back up (laughs) (laughs) flip it (laughs) flip the tailgate up well we'll Save it for next time. So, 
Um, well, once again, we appreciate you coming out and listening. Remember, you can email us with questions at studs at gmail. Yeah. You can find us on Twitter at studs. Sorry, we don't have a lot of stuff posted. Yeah. We we're have we're working on it. <laughs> <laughs> we're working on it. But, uh, yeah, please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. View. Review. Yes, review. and give us those lovely five-star reviews. Five. And uh, yeah, hit us up. Yeah. So thank you again. You came for the footy and stayed for the accents. All right. All right. So until next time, studs up.